Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Praise the Lord Jesus. Luke 16 verse 8. Some of you know that common verse, but I want to begin from there and share something very important. Father, we thank you for what is about to be shared tonight. We thank you because it's going to revolutionize and change the life of everybody. Listening in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's read. Uh-huh. And the Lord commanded the unjust steward because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Read it again. The Lord commanded the unjust steward because he had done wisely for the children of his world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. The children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Hallelujah. Give me the amplified of that. Amplified Bible. Let's read it. Uh huh. And his master praised the dishonest and just manager for acting shrewdly and prudently. For the sons of this age are shrewder and more prudent and wiser. Listen, in relation to their own generation, that is, to their own age and kind, than are the sons of light. The Bible says that the sons of this generation are wiser, they are more shrewder, they are more prudent in their own generation, that is their own age and kind than the sons of this of our light, or of light this gospel in other words, guys in the world are wiser, they are shrewder, they are more prudent than than the sons of light hallelujah now when the bible says that they are wiser in their kind, it means that as men, natural men, they've become so wise and prudent in their own kind than the sons of God. Hallelujah. Than the sons of God. Than the sons of God. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jeremiah 31, I want to read for you something, verse 35. I want to show you something. The Bible says in Jeremiah 31, 35, he says, Thus says the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by the day, and what? And the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, which divideth the sea when the waves thereafter roll, and the Lord of the hosts is his name. The Bible, listen, I want to introduce you to something. He, he defined the moon and stars with a distinct line of ordinance. Ordinances. You get it? 
In other words, the moon, the stars, they're all for a message. They're all for a message. They're all for a message. In Genesis uh, 14, 1, 14, he, he spoke of the place of the firmament in the skies. Eh? Let's go. He says, and God said, let there be lights uh-huh, in the firmament of the heavens. To what? To divide the day from the night and let them be. Listen, for what? For signs, comma, and for season, and for days, and for years. What did he do? What did he do? Let's go back. He said, let there be lights. In the firmament of the heavens. To what? To divide the day from the night. And he said, let them be for signs, uh-huh. for seasons, and for days, and for years. In other words, there are firmaments in the sky created by Jehovah God for signs, for seasons, for days, and for years. Do you understand? In Jeremiah 31, 35, he spoke of the moon and the stars carrying particular ordinances. Ordinances are laws. Are you hearing me? Ordinances is a particular set of rules. In other words, when you see a star in the sky, it carries a particular rule. It's not just a star. Do you understand? When you look at the moon in the sky, it carries particular principles. It's not just the moon. God did not create lights in the sky just for glory only and beauty. That's just one of them, but it's not the end line of it. God has a back end of thought when he creates these things in the sky. Here he has said that when you see these things, he said they shall be for signs, they shall be for seasons, they shall be for days, and they shall be for years. In other words, you can have signs of things by those things. The lights in the heavens. You can have seasons. You can interpret seasons by those things in the heavens. You can interpret days and years by those things in the heavens. Hallelujah. The children of this world have become wiser than the sons of light. Listen, some of you know the difference between astronomy and astrology. You understand? The mind of astronomy is to study everything up there. Huh? Those heavenly bodies. How do the lights come? How do the stars arrange? How are their constellations? Okay? But astrology is the science that the guys of this world invented to attach what happens in the sky with the lives of individuals. In what some of you want to call? Horoscopes. You know what horoscopes are. And then mathematically and in a certain way they do their math there. Connecting with what they read in the sky with a given time period of your date of birth. And then they start to determine what is happening in your life. And many of you, for example, over the years also still do read horoscopes. You realize that many times they were factual. You get where I'm coming from? Because you see, they are using spiritual sets of things with particular rules. Are you hearing me? But they are using it the ungodly way. There is a certain understanding that God wants us to have as children of God. And he doesn't intend that we read horoscopes and zodiacs. But you see, these guys also are using spiritual principles. Do you know the composition of the zodiac has a division of 12 segments? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. 
But you see, these guys just don't do things like that. No, they can read through the sky and know that this is, I think in this season, something is about to happen. One time I was reading a documentation, very old in, in the 7th century AD. Samka kingdom in Mesopotamia there. Yeah, These guys were reading the sky and they were determining events on earth. And it was on record that these guys were accurate about all the seasons that were happening. These guys were not men who were seeking God, no. These were people who entered in their own genealogy and searched out a way of predicting the future. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? The Bible says, let me open it for you. In Numbers 24, verses 17. Let's read something here. I want to show you something. Numbers 24, 17. This is a man speaking. He says, I shall what? See him, but not now. He says, I shall behold him, but not now. He says, there shall come a what? A star out of what? Jacob. And a what? And a scripture shall what? Rise out of Israel. Uh Uh-huh. And shall what? Smite the corners of Moab and destroy all the children of Sheth. Now, a prophetic word comes out and says that a star shall come out of Jacob. A star. He said, a star. You see, he gets the Lord Jesus Christ and relates him to this particular sign in the sky and says, a star shall come out of? A star shall come out of? Jacob. Because God knows that, you see, it's like some of you have read the story of Lucifer. um, How the Bible says that he wanted uh, to... Call himself the death star. The Bible says he sought to exalt himself above the stars. In other words, he wanted to go above the stars, okay? And this sense, the representation then of the stars was the exalted beings. Hallelujah. Now you see the earth as it is, and then one day, one guy is called Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that there's a certain star that shall come out of Jacob. Are you hearing me? And later on, he has to come, you realize that the Lord Jesus Christ is born. And the moment this guy is born, a star comes. It appears. Representing him in that realm. Are you with me? And guess what? Nobody saw that star except the Magi. Do you realize nobody saw that star except the Magi? Those wise men. There's a particular line of wisdom that was taught from back in the ages that could interpret and no, no, this is another star. There are many shining in the constellation, but this one is another one. Where is he? Where is he? They start to look for the guy. Are you hearing me? Herod says, tell me. If you find that guy, tell me I'll come, I'll bless him. Why? Because these were men who were reading the skies. There were men who were reading the skies. There were men who were reading the what? The skies. The moment the Lord Jesus is born, bam, the light comes. And you realize that that star shined way brighter than the rest of the stars in the sky. They knew there is a guy who has come. There is something representing him. Do you understand? Do you understand? That is why the Bible speaks of in Philippians how that you shall be as the stars. That's why when he comes to Abraham as a promise, he tells him your descendants shall be what? As the stars of the what? Of the sky in Deuteronomy. 
one, he tells them, now you are as the stars. He knows what he's representing. There is the mind that every child of God is a star or is represented by a star. That's the truth infallible. Even the devil knows it. Even the devil knows it. Either on the individual level, on the nation level, on a business level, on any entity level. It's not by mistake. You look at the five, the concept of the five-sided star. You follow through history. Whether it's the Druze, it's somewhere on their map. Whether it's the Baha'i guys, it's on their map. Whether it's the Kabbalistics, it's on their map. Whether it's the devil worshippers, the pentagram, it's somewhere. With all these nations of this world, they always have those five-pointed stars. America has how many states? 50. And how many stars are on that flag? Because there's something they represent. There's something they represent. The most influential kingdoms and realms in this world all carry stars on them. Even if you go and read the story of the Ottoman Empire. Do you, have, has somebody ever seen the, shield, uh, the flag of the Ottoman Empire? Their sign actually has that five-sided star. Whether you're talking about communism, go to the Islamic crescent. Inside there they placed it. It's not by mistake that all of these things carry stars somewhere. No. They represent a certain power. They represent a certain force. They represent a certain influence. They represent a certain understanding. They represent a certain direction. The other day I was talking with a guy who is Islam. He said in Islam they believe stars, one, protect them from demonic attacks and evil ones. Okay. Two, um, they give them direction. Imagine Muslims, whether it's the Sunni or the Shia, they know that stars give direction. I had an opportunity to um, know a certain guy who, whose father was one of the richest guys in Somalia. Eh? This guy said that his father told him, my son, before you ever invest anywhere, whether it's a business or any interest you'll ever have to have, first come at home and we check out your star. If it's not shining, we have to first make it shine before you do any business. They know it. The deepest devil worshippers in the world know it. Now, I'm telling you, the sons of this world are wiser than the sons of light. We're not, of course, supposed to be worshipping stars and moons and, 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 and sun. No, the Lord has not called us to, to do that. Okay? But the question is, why has everybody stuck on that particular experience? Because, you see, they know its representation. When the Bible says that our weapons are not carnal, but they are might in Christ... When the Bible says that we wage not war against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, powers, and dominions of this world. Whether you want it or not, everything that appears to be physically seen here has a spiritual representation of war. And not all men are equal. Even 1 Corinthians tells you, I think 1541. He says, let's open there. He says, there is one glory of, and another glory of, and a glory, another glory of, for one what? Star differed from another star in glory. They're not equal. He's not only talking about stars in the sky. Come on. If you read the whole of the 15th verse, you actually realize he's talking about individuals. Even Christians are not equal in glory. One man manifests a different level of glory than another. But how can a Muslim guy tell his son, before you invest in business, come and we check out your star? If it shines, then you shall be a success. The guy telling him is one of the richest men in that country. 
Do you understand where I'm coming from? And then you see stars all over and you don't ask yourself, what are these guys calculating? Of course, I'm not saying I want to let you in on this. No, let us now deal with our own business, okay? Judges chapter 5, I want to show you something. Verses 19, let me show you a certain war. <laughs> How many of you remember the story of Barak and um, Deborah? Now, the Bible says, <laughs> okay, let's begin from, um, okay, let's read, uh-huh. The kings came and what? Fought. Then fought the kings of Canaan in what? Uh-huh. By the waters of Megiddo. The Bible says they took no gain of money. This was spiritual warfare. Uh-huh. The Bible says they fought from what? Uh-huh. The stars in their courses fought against Sisera. Sisera was a commander, are you hearing me? In a particular army. Okay? And the group of Barak and Deborah were coming against the army. Are you hearing me? And this commander was supposed to be killed. And so they started to fight a physical battle to kill Sisera. Are you hearing me? And in the end, he's called by a certain lady called Jael. And Jael later smites him in verse 20 and kills him. But anyway, that's not the point. The point was, as they had a physical warfare, some guys took the thing up in the heavens. Are you hearing me? Now, physically, people are fighting. But spiritually, there's also a spiritual representation of a certain war taking place. Now, when the Bible says that our, war, our warfare is not carnal, or that God has not called us to fight physical things, you understand? It's, we don't wage war with flesh and blood. It means that even though there are things that are happening between you and the world, there's a spiritual representation somewhere. And if you cannot flip from the physical and get to the spiritual, you, you'll, listen, there are many issues that will happen around you. I told people a story. I sat for an interview. Are you hearing me? And I passed my interview very well. And the HR lady calls me and tells me, we have offered you the job. You are among the people. In fact, even the people you beat in the interview have been given the job. But here is one challenge. Your one piece of papers, your, your cluster of papers by which we used for the interview have gone missing. My, only mine. Everybody's papers are what? Are there except yours. And then she tells me, because we don't have legal proof to present before the exco, there is no way we can give you that job because they'll ask where is the proof of the interview that you had. Do you understand? So I go to bed. Disturbed in my spirit, I said, God, this cannot be. The Holy Spirit told me, go and sleep. You know me when something over disturbs me, I look for a bed. You understand? <laughs> so I went to the bed and I slept. At 3 a.m. in the morning, the Holy Ghost tells me, wake up, Grace. And I heard him very clearly. I stood up. I said, yes. He told me, it's time to find your papers. I said, what? He said, it's time to find your papers. I know where they are. I said, okay. He told me speak in tongues. I started Rabba Shakata Lalaba. You know, he that speaketh in tongues, the Bible says he buildeth himself up. He edifieth himself in the Lord. And then I started to pray. I started to speak in tongues. And while I'm speaking, I'm carried in the spirit. And then I'm placed in the office huh, of that floor, the sixth floor. And then the spirit of the Lord shows me a demon. Eh? It was about this size. Eh? Okay. And it had a small little tail. But with, with, with a skin like for, 
for a monkey, yeah? but it was very ugly creature. You get it? And then the Lord tells me, while I'm in the spirit, he says, this is the dude who stole your paper and hid it. And then I look at this spirit and I'm like, what? Now, me I am riba, Kumbe the other side, we are in the heavens doing what? Fighting. And then I told the devil in the spirit, I told him, where did you put my papers? The thing came running at me. Come and I show you. Come and I show you. Come and I show you. It showed me where my papers were. And I told the devil, pick those papers and take them to the desk where you got them. The thing picked the papers and took them on the desk where they were. The next day, the HR called me and said, My God, I found your papers on my table. What are you talking about? See, we wage not against flesh and blood. Everything you see physical here has a spiritual representation. Listen, these guys, now, now do we discover in the gospel that actually while men were fighting physically, some guys took the war up there in the heavenly places. And the Bible tells you the stars in their courses fought against Sisera. Much as there was a physical representation of a fight that was taking place. There was also a spiritual representation of a particular fight that was taking place. And he was represented also in the spiritual realm as Sisera. That means before you sort a guy's physical, you must sort it spiritual. If you can't sort it from up there, you can't sort it from down here. These were two things taking place concurrently. The men down fighting don't know the results. But the guys up fighting are, are fighting in another way. And they are, you see, it means the guy is smitten up there, then down he's smitten. You understand? Eh? That's when you realize, when you read the book of Judges, you realize that Cicero was killed in the spirit before he was killed physically. That means that sometimes there's a time frame between the time when a certain man is killed physically and the time when a man is destroyed spiritually some people are dead already in the spirit they are walking but they are dead they are waiting for a certain thing to happen it's it's as obvious as that the battle up there has already been done now they are waiting for the manifestation of those things it could be even a, an an illness a prolonged illness are you hearing me so when the Bible speaks of our weapons not being carnal, it means that we have to get to a place where the church should grow to understand that our battles, these things that we have to deal with, they can't be what you see physically only. Some people, you find people who are doing things and they are saying things and acting in a certain way. But some of those people are not on themselves. There is something happening up there. There is something happening up there. Because you see, whether it's your home, you can put Simanya what? Dogs on Simanya beware, dogs what? Uh, alarm what? But until you walk around your house and say, Makasheteleba, Zenda Kasatalaba, Rekesetelebo Stakaya. These guys were normal human beings. Warfare came up and they realized. We have to fight as stars. They took on a form. 
and went in the spirit realm and started to fight at stars because they, they know up there they're represented. Up there they're represented. That is why when Magi, these wise guys who don't even have a relationship with God, see something in the sky, they say no. We might not know this God, but that guy up there must be a king. The way it shines, eh? it can't be a normal guy. The, the Bible didn't tell you that these wise men knew God. No. They had a reading of the things. That's why Jesus tells them. He says, you look at the, the day, I know it's going to be fair. You look at the clouds, I know it's going to be rainy. But he says, but you know not the signs of your times. How can you not know the signs of your times? And how can you not understand that when the Lord talks about signs, seasons, days, and years, there's something up there. You get it? The difference between the people of the world and us is simple. Even them, even them. Do you know devil worshippers also know their stars? Where do you think the whole concept came from? You're a superstar. Celebrities are all stars. Stars of Hollywood. Those things are spiritual. Those things are spiritual. They just got what was of God and tried to own it. Because that's what the devil does. He gets what is of God, gets the revelation and owns it. Converts it to his own seed. And then the Christian stayed inside, ignorant. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Am I making some sense? If this is love made perfect, that we might have confidence on that day for as he is so in this world, whether you believe it or not, every child of God, the day you were born, you are represented somewhere up there. You get where I'm coming from? And the degrees of glory are the degrees to which how you shine up there. Nobody can favor you if you're not shining in a certain way. Nobody can marry you if you're not shining in a certain way. Nobody can give you a job if you're not shining in a certain way. Whether you want it or not. Now, if the scriptures had told you that there is even war in the stars, are hearing me? Do you realize that even guys who do whatever they do in their world, the people of that world, when they are doing whatever they are doing in their world, do you realize that they also have a certain line of confrontation with children of God spiritually? They also have a way they confront children of God spiritually and frustrate children of God spiritually. See, I have failed, you probably will tell me, you, I have failed to understand. The other day I was there and we were flying over United Arab Emirates. And we were asking ourselves, when did these men make everything we were seeing without a Bible? Do you understand? You go to United Arab Emirates and find a 25-year-old girl believing for marriage. Yet they walk on the streets covered. They're not models, no? Like ours, where they... Then she says, No. Somebody passes like they're in a tent. Only ice. But she gets married. I say there's a problem. There's a problem. Which stop pick somebody who is covered and gets her married. And leave somebody who can sometimes also put on something short to, to, to display perfection of duty in Zion. I knew there was a problem. Tell your neighbor, fix your stuff. 
Tell them, fix your star. Do you know, if you've been to Arab Emirates, you'll agree with me. Native Arabs, the biggest percentage of them, they don't work. They are worked for. Why? For them, they just go and make their stars shine. Wah! And then guys look for visas to go to Saudi Arabia. Christians speaking in tongues to start cleaning people's what? They are cleaning stars, houses and homes. Makaraba shatala. I ask myself, Oh God, you, you look at Christians. They are the ones who have stayed in the worst places. HIV. It's my 98% Christian nation. HIV. Go to Saudi Arabia and look for HIV. You think they're not crazy? They are also crazy. But they are not sick like our people. Why? Because there is something they rip. There is something they sought somewhere. And Christians stay indifferent too. Whether you want it or not, there's a spiritual implication of everything the church represents. We're tired of Christians being the brokest. Oh God. We're tired of Christians. Listen, do you know, do you know, do you know we, there was a time we got to church? Do you know why people before you never used to get born again? Because they used to look at church and they said, no, there's a problem. One time I was in a service and a man of God, heavenly representative, he had a torn trouser eh, and he had patched it eh, with white woozies. I looked at it and said, God, come on, this is a heavenly representer. An ambassador of Christ. But he can't afford a trouser. I said no. Something must happen. Something must happen. In the church of Christ. So I realized that. When things take place up there. Children of God don't know. They stay. I was telling people the other day. They were showing a documentary of. Uh, was it the tsunami? Eh? Two days before the tsunami, wild animals went up the mountain. They just saw elephants releasing themselves of going up. Christians stayed in the valley speaking in tongues. My God, my God. I see, if God has gotten to the level of warning animals eh, and Christians, I say there's something wrong. With these stars. I knew there was something wrong. There was something wrong. How could an animal sense spiritually? And human beings stayed what? Praying in the what? They were speaking in tongues. For an evening service. Kumbe the water is coming. And it swept these men. And then I said to ask myself, how sensitive are these stars? Oh, in its own sense, how are they represented in their generation? Because you see, if the other guys know, eh, even the deepest devil worshippers know that every man and woman is a star. They know it. They copied that from the mystery here. They know the Bible. So they know everything they represent up there. If they have to wage war on you, are you hearing me? 
they will not first come physically to you before they sort you up there. Before they sort you up there. I know a pastor friend of mine who was talking the other day. He had a ministry. And one day, the roof went off his church. The roof just went off. And after it went off, he entered into the rain. It was raining. And he started speaking in tongues and speaking in tongues for like one hour. And then he went back home. And then he tells me, after three years, three years, eh, he met a young girl. And this young girl was brought by the parents to be prayed for because the parents were believing that she's in another world. And the young lady asked him, Pastor, do you remember three years ago when you lost your roof? He said, yeah, how did you know? She said, we are the ones who removed it. We are the ones who removed it. We are the ones who removed it. The man of God told me he didn't know whether he should speak in tongues in the presence of this guy. Whether he should rebuke. You understand? Why? Because this person, this person had done it. They had done it. One time I was in Tanzania preaching the gospel and these guys came in the spirit. (laughs) They told me, Apostle Grace, we know who you are. 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 Don't think we don't know who you are. And then I'm seeing this physically. Now there were two guys in the room. Eh? Both of them were strangled that night. I'm the only one who survived. Because I woke up earlier than them in the spirit. I could see this guy. Eh? And then they came in form of, a, you know, like a huge snake. But a snake that is communicating to you. And then they say, these guys know what they are doing. So everything you see physical somehow has a spiritual representation. Our warfare is not carnal. It's not you have to stop thinking. Some the other day somebody says, Oh, the reason why you're poor is because you're not working hard. Listen, you can even work hard and stay broke. You can be the most humble guy and they don't marry you. I have realized the race is not to the swift, the battle to the strong, neither bread to the men of skill. There is something that has to happen upon you. Either your star shines or it doesn't. Look at how they employ people in different businesses. They employ a guy and you say, now yeah, this guy is too funny. The other day somebody came in my office complaining, Apostle, there is this person, I, they came in the, in the bank, I trained them, I taught them everything they know. I was the expert. And then when promotion time came, they promoted, ha, 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 ha. Why, why, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Do you think that promotions come from physical things? No. There is a way people fix things up there. If you don't know how. There's a lady one time who gave an example here of a testimony. Who got a promotion? Was it in June? I don't know where that lady is. Are you the one? That lady will testify. She came into my office. How many years had you spent? Eh? Several. About how many? Eh? In the same office. Eh? And then when she came, I told her, the Lord has told me, do ABC. Eh? Because according to the heavenly calendar, I told her by 1st June. Was it so? Did I tell you the date? I told her by 1st June. 
I've seen up there and realized that you're going to have a promotion by 1st June. Do it now. And her promotion read 1st June. It wasn't 2nd or 3rd or 23rd. No. 1st June. Why? Because when she came for prayer, are you hearing me? I went up. And I saw her that, you see, some of you, you fight from down here. Who are you talking about? Me? How can you even talk to me like that? Me, if you talk to me, I can hear No, 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 no. Go where the real battle is. Listen, when I studied the way that world works, everything about me changed. When I was in Delight, Uganda, I told my friends, on 1st November, I will be working for a bank. I told them three months before. And my appointment letter read 1st November in KCB. When I was leaving KCB, I told the lady who was sitting next to me, I told her, I leave 30th November and you're getting in my place. And that's exactly what happened. Why? Because you're not supposed to live a life of, ah, let me wait upon God, maybe. No! You're supposed to know your days. The Bible says, teach us to number our days that we might apply our hearts unto your wisdom. There's a wisdom that must come in your spirit. You must know that now I think I'm behind schedule in marriage. I think now I'm, I'm behind schedule financially. I think I'm here, I'm behind schedule in my job. You, there's a day you feel it and no, no. Now I'm supposed to be promoted. You're, you're supposed to feel it. And the moment you look at your, your promotion and you see that it is delayed, you go where? You go where you're supposed to be doing math and then you calculate, are you hearing me? Then you seek heavenly counsel. By the time you come back on the earth, you're doing everything right to arrest your moment. That was the problem with the man by waters. He says, every season, the angel comes, he stirs up the water. But every time I need to get in, some other guy gets in. So how many years did he spend there? 38 years 38 years they're in one place why? because the guy they know how to time the heavens let me tell you whether you want it or not your jobs are timed by the heavens are you hearing me? your marriages are timed by the heavens your next promotion is timed by the heavens your relationships are timed by the heavens the next house you're going in is timed by the heavens and it's true that he has good plans to make you prosper and not to harm you but the challenge is this you're on the wall with physical men and you don't know how to go to the heavenlies to wage your war up there so while men are fighting physical certain things are happening up there and they don't even know how to call it you get where I'm coming from so you, you find a situation where somebody says have you ever been in a place where you feel you're behind schedule that you look at it and say no this is not where I'm supposed to be sleeping this is not how I'm supposed to be eating this is not how I'm supposed to be dressing up this is not the car I'm supposed to be driving this is not the house I'm supposed to be living on this is not the chigai I'm supposed to be dating come on Do you understand what I'm talking about? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Now, two weeks ago, I am praying, and in a vision, okay, I hear the voice. Huh? As in bed, I heard the voice. The voice tells me very clearly. He says, I'm about to make certain stars shine. I'm about to make certain stars shine. He said, I'm about 
to make seven stars shine. And as surely as day is, I started to see glows eh, of stars. Eh? They started to glow, glow, and then they started to become brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And as they were becoming brighter, I said to see some people getting married. I said to see some people getting promoted. I said to see some people getting businesses. I started to see some people getting into certain things. I said to see certain people walking out of certain things. I said to see certain people getting into... I said, God, what, what are you telling us? He said, no, 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 no. This is the season. I said, what? He said, this is the season. I said, what? This is the season. The heavens are waiting war right now for your sake. Are you hearing me? I've seen angelics coming because they are waging war. Some of you, it's not that you are not going to get married. No. Some of you, you've been delayed. Some of you, it's not that you are not going to get that job. No. Some of you, you've just been delayed. And listen. This is what the Lord told me. When we became one with Jesus. Okay. The Lord who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. The Bible says he has shined in our hearts. He has shined in our hearts. It means that when you became one with Jesus Christ, there was a certain light that shines upon you. You light by the glory and testimony of the Son. That is why when He's praying for you and I, He says, My glory have I given them. In other words, everything that Christ has, has delivered, okay, everything that Christ has represented in that realm, the Lord told me that that is now supposed to be the life of every child of God. Listen. We are stars, but we come in the likeness of that one star, Jesus. There is a place where, listen, if Jesus, the star represented in the sky, was shining like any star, men would not have left their animals and gotten gold, frankincense, and myrrh and went looking miles. But there was something they saw on this guy before he learned to crawl, before he learned to talk, before he learned to dig, before he learned to go to school, before he even practiced on a job. They said, we have seen a certain king. They come carrying gifts. Why? Because they've seen somebody in the sky and they realize this gentleman must be different. He must be different. He must be different. Listen, that is the glory that puts favor on you. If you don't shine up there, you can never have favor. Even if you pray and fast, if you don't shine up there. Listen, have you ever been around people who are just favored? Somebody just looks at them and they like them. You don't even know what they did. And you can even go back and snack them and say, no, that girl, by the way, is a thief. And somebody doesn't even want to know whether she's a thief or not. She's just favored on the Lord. Why? Because certain people have learned how to fix their stars. That is how I know that you'll get a job before anybody gets it. Why? Because favor comes upon you. That's why I realize the five-pointed star. Listen. It's the number five is grace. It's grace. It's grace. It's grace. And whether you want it or not, the life of every man has those five tenets. Favor upon your life. Finances. Marriage. Health, wholeness, and security. Very key, by the way. Very key, by the way. Health, wholeness, and security. Some people are just not healthy. If you go in the chistar of their health, it is dying out. They have a sick. You know, God told me there are people here who have perpetual sicknesses. You've had a sickness for more than seven, eight years. It has refused to go tonight. 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 
And the fifth, he said, it's keeping the blessing. Some people can't keep what they receive. They just can't keep it. They get a new car, it crashes. They get a new house, it goes. They get a guy, he leaves. You just can't keep the blessing. Everything good. It just seems in this world like nothing good comes for you and stays. It's just temporal. Listen, there's an anointing in this room that is going to make things permanent in your life. Whether you believe it or you don't believe it. Listen, I saw, I saw the season. And that season now is for you and I. It's time for us to shine like we've never shined before. That means whether you want it or not. If you feel you're ugly, God is going to do something on you. <laughs> because I saw glory. I saw glory. I saw glory. I saw the spirit of deliverance eh? on the lives of men. Eh? And I could see that some people were tired. Eh? There are people here, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, there's an anointing now. There are people here, the Lord says, you've been tired, you've tried over and over and over and over and over. And things just don't, right now, right now, the heavens, eh? the heavens, eh? are releasing an anointing. They're releasing an anointing. Whether you want it or not, something must happen upon your life. It must happen upon your life. Listen to me. It has to, listen, I, I saw deliverance. I saw God literally remove chains and shackles off people's legs. Are you hearing me? Some of you, your family, they said you'll never get married. You have Simanya, the witchcraft of your grandmother. Power the Whether they want it or they don't want it, that you're going to get married. In the name of Jesus, your finances change. In the name of Jesus, favor comes upon you. In the name of Jesus, nobody can stand against you. Nobody can hold you back. Nobody can slow you. Brethren, there is an anointing to deliver children of God. Stars are shining today. Whoa. I see God fight on your behalf. There is an anointing here. There is an anointing here. Start to speak in tongues. There is an anointing here. You must shine as a star. 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 You must shine. I see God making you shine. He says the path of the just shines brighter and brighter and brighter and to a perfect day. That is who you are. 
that is who you are. I see God creating light on somebody. This year, this year, thus said the Lord, something is changing about your life. Something is changing about your marriage. Something is changing about your finances. Something is changing about your job. Something is changing about your children. Something is changing about your health. If you're sick and you've had a lengthy life of sickness, right now in the name of Jesus, God says, I cause you to shine above disease. I cause you to shine above poverty. I cause you to shine above rejection. I cause you to shine. There is a glory here. There is an anointing 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 here. Whatever devil had slaughtered you, whatever demon had come against you, I decree in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that raises against you shall be held in judgment in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's time for you to shine, said the Lord. He said, Arise and shine. Let your light shine in the world. The Bible says, Arise and shine. He says, For thy light is come that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven listen to me I heard it very clearly that it's a season to make men shine some of you expect unpredictable jobs because there are people God is going to cause to think about you and want to hire you. Some of you should expect unprecedented promotions because there are people who God is speaking to right now in the chambers of their bed to consider you. You're shining. Favor is upon you. Listen. 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 Money is an anointing. There are people right now. I see God anoint you. God is anointing you. The Bible says he gives us power. Or the anointing to make wealth. I see God anoint you. Some of you are going to realize that. Sometimes money is an anointing. God separate them. 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 You're going to build a kingdom. 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 In the name of Jesus. You're going to build a kingdom. In your presence, honey. If you're ready to get married, put up your hands now and say, Me, go to me, I'm ready. Put up. Right now, in the name of Jesus. 
I decree by reason of the anointing of the Holy Ghost and the word sent forth in the name of Jesus that these ones are going to be found and they are going to find there is a light of God settling on your life for anybody that must marry you to find you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus someone has been struggling in marriage God is sorting your marriage someone has been struggling to have children if you're barren receive children now because your star is shining your star is shining Father in the name of Jesus Christ I thank you I thank you I thank you I thank you in Jesus mighty name somebody say in the name of Jesus I walk out shining my star is fixed because it is in Christ in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus thank you Lord Jesus the message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International for more information contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com you can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org or better still feel free to join us every thursday for our weekly fellowships at uma multipurpose hall from 5 p.m to 8 p.m you can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash fenero fenero make manifest Thank you.